no Christian has to be poor if we had to be poor Jesus wouldn't have said I've been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor what was he preaching to the poor if it's not to correct it then it should be preached to the poor he said I came to preach to the sick and we know when he preached to the sick the God what healed so if he's preaching to the poor then prosperity is part of the gospel it is are you with me it's part of the gospel amen which is able it has an ability I tell people I believe God's word so so much because it has an ability I told you this the other time for by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God it has an ability to he says, I commend you to God to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. God's desire is for you to have his word at work in your life. And he has made this possible by bringing to you his message from our man of God, Pastor Roy King. Keep on shining and reigning forever as you receive God's word for your life today. Are you ready? Yeah. Amen. All right. So I'm going to deal with a very interesting and wonderful topic. Yes. Still related to seed. And I have, I've titled it, Water Your Seed. Amen. Say, Water Your Seed. Okay. So now after you have sowed your seeds, I told you, it matters the ground you sow in. You remember? That you can have a viable seed, and if you sow into the wrong soil, that seed will not germinate. Even if it will, it will lack the necessary nutrients. Are you with me? To continue its growth. Right? So it matters the ground you sow, and your seed must be viable. And I showed you how your seed has to be viable. That it must come from a cheerful heart. Okay? Remember? So now, after you have planted, you have to water your seed. Some people just plant and leave. And it still germinates and harvests. Amen? But if you can produce the necessary nutrients, give it enough water. Amen? I meant enough. I didn't just say water. Amen? Giving it the right percentage of water. There is what we call the former rain and the latter rain. And I'll be explaining that today and how you can apply it to your seed life. Give the Lord a mighty clap of <laughs> Amen. Amen. So Hebrews chapter 6. Let's read verse 7. Hebrews 6, 7. Are you all there? Hebrews 6, 7. Let's read it. One, two, three. Let's go. Amen. This is what he says. He says that for the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh often upon it. That's oft for King James. Amen. And bringeth forth herbs, meat for them by whom it is dressed, receiving blessings from God. What is he saying? <laughs> 
Can I get an amplified version? Okay, please. For the soil which has drunk the rain, uh huh, that repeatedly falls upon it, and the line oft, if that is your Bible, or repeatedly, if that is your Bible. Okay, move on. One more time. Uh huh. To those, uh huh. Uh huh. Amen. So the earth that receives rain that falls on it often, okay, produces herbs, which is meat for them that dressed it. That is what King James says. In other words, it produces herbs, which is fit for the one that sold. Do you understand? He's saying that the earth that receives rain produces herbs. King James uses meat. But let's, let's look at fit, okay? And those herbs are fit for the one who dressed it. So who was the one that dressed it? The farmer. And so he benefits. In other words, when you sow, that ground must receive rain. In order for your herbs to grow. In order for your vegetation to grow. Do you understand? And so you must water. Often. There are some seeds that you sowed five years ago, three years ago, two years ago, that are still in the ground. They are not waste. It's probably because you have not watered. But today we are going to water. Amen. I'm telling you, you are going to water your seeds. And I'll teach you that, no, you ha- all your seeds have not been lost. That is the grace of God. I'll explain that to you. That you can recover every other seed that you have sown. Once you water. So don't sow a seed and just leave. When you sow the seed, you make up your mind that I have to water the seed. And how do we water the seed? That is the question you ask. You water the seed by your mouth. You water the seed by your mouth. In other words, you water the seed by praying God's word towards it or onto it. Because the word of God can also be referred to as water. Amen. So you release the word over the seed over and over again. Every day you water. Every day you water. I've sown the seed and Father in the name of Jesus I command the harvest. I command the rains. You understand? Are you with me? Are you with me? So you cannot just sow and leave. Let's read the scripture. I think you understand that better. Amen. Let's go to the book of Joel chapter 2. Joel chapter 2. Let's read from verse 22. If you are there, say I'm blessed. One, two, three, let's go. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Verse 23. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. For you, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Now, this is a serious something. 
You know, prophetically, it can refer to the Holy Ghost. But let's deal with it as farmers and seed sowers. Because, you know, in those days, sometimes God speaking or Jesus talking, he uses the occupation at his time. Amen. I'm sure in our time, he would have been using the airplane and all that to illustrate stuff. But by then, there were no airplanes. There were farmers and fishermen. So he use such things. He would say one day there was a farmer who went to sow seeds and when he went to bed, the evil one came and then planted. You see, because they were, so they will understand. So let's deal with this as farmers. He says, be glad, all children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord, your God, for he had given you the former rain moderately, more than enough, what you need. Question is, what is the former rain? When the Bible talks about the former rain, he's dealing with the first rains, not, not first rain, I mean first rains, okay? That cause the germination of the seed. The former rain is not associated with the harvest of the plant. It is only for the growth of the seed into a seedling or into a shoot. So it becomes a mature tree like that. Amen. Are you with me? It's more like the rains that will make it sprout from the ground. That is the former rain. One day I'll teach you in relation to the Holy Spirit. Amen. But we are dealing with seed sowing. So when the Bible says former rain, it can talk about two things. It can talk about season and it can talk about manifestation. So we can have the season of the former rains and the season of the latter rains. Or the latter rain and the former rain as seasons. But it can also deal with former rain as a sprout and latter rain as harvest. Do you understand? Okay, so he says that, for he has given us the former rain. This is the part where your seed begins to sprout. So probably you might see little miracles. I'm telling you, I said, in sowing seeds, be ready for big things. What you have received so far is not enough. Tell anybody, it's not enough. There are bigger ones coming. So increase your capacity to contain. Amen. Yeah, some of you don't have capacity. <laughs> so some of you are not able to contain what God has for you because of how myopic you are. <laughs> Amen. Tell him, I change your mind. So he says, God has brought us a former rain. But he says that this is where the miracle is. He says that for in the first month, he's going to give you the former rain and the latter rain. And this is not supposed to be so. The latter rain does not come in the first month. Except by his grace. Amen. So what am I trying to say? If you have sold seeds in the past, where you felt they've been waste, today you can call forth your latter rain. The latter rain is the one that comes for the harvest. Amen. It comes for the harvest. He says, when the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves. Fill up the clouds with your words. And see the rain come down over your seed. Do you understand? When the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves. So when you sow your seed... May God give you a prophetic eye to know when it's your former rain and when it's your latter rain. Because in your former rain, you still see some results. But do not end there. Move on to the latter rain. 
So probably you've been seeing some results of 5,000, 2,000 CDs. Come on, that could be your former reign. But in your latter reign, you can imagine that's going to be times 100 or times 10. Yes. Amen. So now I want us to read it again with this understanding and move into verse 24. So you understand what I'm saying. One, two, three, let's go. Uh-huh. 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 Uh-oh, one more time. Uh-huh. One more time. Move to the next verse. Are you seeing the context? Are you seeing it? You see, we normally read, and I'll restore to you the years that the palmer webs and the conquerors and the caterpillars have eating. But if you look in context, it dealt with the rain. The rain is what comes to restore the years that the palmer webs have eaten. Probably the seed could have been destroyed or eaten with by a, by a caterpillar or by a cockroach. But God says in that first month when he releases the former and the latter rain, it will restore all those things. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Say, there is no waste. I have recovered all. One more time, give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Now you understand this. Amen. Glory to Jesus. So he says, I restore. Come on, read it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Amen. The verse before that. And the floor shall be full of wheat. Say fool. Uh-huh. Oh Jesus. You see the harvest. Now this there shall be fullness, there shall be overflow. That is what he's saying. So if you are not seeing fullness and overflow and you are just seeing some, it might be your former reign. But in your latter reign, you must see fullness. You must see overflow. What you expected, you must see overflow. You must see yourself walking in the wheat because they've taken all the house. You see, they are too much. You sleep in money. You walk in money. You've put a lot in the bank that's now you have to be putting some in your wardrobes. You open your wardrobe, they fall. You understand? Or you have one room having the, the money. It's possible. And some of you have that future. Amen. Amen. So when you sow your seeds, learn to demand for the harvest. And in demanding for the harvest, release rain. Amen. So your neighbor, release rain. Let's go to Zechariah chapter 10. Verse 1. Are you there? One, one, two, three, let's go. Oh, oh, you see that? He says, Ask ye the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. So now he's dealing with latter rain here as a season. You see, in Joel, he says that I will give you the latter rain and the former rain. But now he says, Ask the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. These things are not just combination of words. These are not mere semantics. They carry meaning. They carry revelation. 
He says, ask ye the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. In other words, you sometimes need to have, or you must or all the time have to have the prophetic eye to know when is the time of your harvest. And know the time of your latter rain. Some of you are so clouded that you are not able to tell that this is the time this seed must manifest. This is the time of the harvest of my seed. You should be able to tell. How would you know? The assignment you place in the seed will tell. What did you sow the seed for? What did you demand when you place the seed down? And looking at the time frame of what you are needing, you realize that you are approaching the time you need it, you should know that that is your latter rain. The season of your latter rain. And it says, ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of your latter rain. And that is according to Old Testament where you ask, but in our time it's beyond asking. You command the rain in the time of the latter rain. Or else, your season of latter rain comes and goes, former rain comes and goes, and there will still be no harvest because you are not seeing it. You don't discern. So, ask the Lord rain in the time of your latter rain. Your latter rain will be different from my latter rain. You understand? So when you see your friend enjoying in his latter rain, just have the hope that yours is coming soon. Don't envy. (laughs) Amen. So... When you see your friends harvest, be glad. He says, ask ye the Lord rain in the time of your latter rain. We are going to demand rain today. Amen. So it's, you actually have the audacity to call for the rain. Amen. Because of the delegated authority Jesus has given us and the power we have in his name. Are you with me? So you can say, in the name of Jesus, I call forth rain. You see? You don't say, Father, let it rain in my... You can if you're a baby. But as you grow in the Lord, you realize that there are some things you don't really need to ask God for. Are you understanding this? Let me explain something to you. Let's go to 1 Kings chapter 17. 1 Kings 17. Are you there? Verse 1, are you there? 1, 2, 3, let's go. Uh Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Did you say that? He says that. Let's read it one more time. He says that. Then the Lord said unto. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I am as the Lord. One, two, three, go. Uh huh. Yes. There shall not be dew or rain, uh huh. These years, that was about three years or three and a half years, uh huh. But according to my word, how dare you talk like that? He says, according to my word, not according to the word of God, according to my word. He says that if he says there shall be no rain, and he was standing before who, which king? Ahab. He said, at my word, there shall be no rain. For these years, he said, before the Lord I stand. Move on and let's see what happens. Uh-huh. 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 Yes. Now, listen. After he gave that command, God came and he says that, Let's go this way. I'm going to feed you for these years. And then the Lord was sending ravens to him. 
feeding him during the time of the drought. And he had water from the brooks every time. But this is the man who came and said, by my word, there shall be no rain. Now, some people have foolishly, are you listening, read this without revelation and enough study. Okay? And they are behaving foolishly. They just go anywhere and talk by their word. And so they get up and then they just go anywhere and they say, by my word, I tell you this and that and that. And they either get killed or they get disgraced. This is what you are telling to a whole city, a whole king. That in the, you say it will rain in Togo, uh, Burkina Faso, and Cote d'Ivoire. But for Ghana, it will never rain. Even the borders, you see a line. You see, this, this, it was that serious. Temple of Kairos is a grace-based ministry headed by the Lord Jesus Christ and led by his servant, the man of God, Pastor Ray King. Our vision is connecting the world to Christ and raising men unto perfection. Our purpose is revealing the righteousness of God to man and our mission, preaching the gospel to everyone in our sphere of contact. We welcome you to join us in worship across our various fellowship grounds. On Tuesdays, we have the Hour of Intimacy from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And on Wednesdays, we have Cell Meeting from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. The locations are Red Top at Wager, Galilee at Ablekuma, Mile 7 at Achimota, University of Ghana Campus, Adenta House and Down, Noble House at East Legon, Junction Mall at Sakumono, Bachelor Total at Spintex, Sunshine Hospital at Airport, Spintex KFC, and Community 5 at Tema. Our Sunday Ipoikodomio services take place at the Zion Convocation Arena at North Legon, Popos Street, Hato, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and Red Top at Wager from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can contact our team on 020-099-8099 or 055-592-6251. The Temple of Paris, forever we are kinging in Christ. <laughs> 